The following segment is from the off-day debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. What we thought we would do on today's show is power rank, because that's, you know, that's our thing here. Power rank the quarterbacks in the AFC. For me, I had to throw everything into the mix, including the layoff. So I put Deshaun Watson at number three in the conference. Is that fair? I I have a tough time putting him in my top five right now. I had him at six. I, I toyed around with it. I just, the layoff is a factor. I know everyone likes to bring it up, but it's like, well, we posted good stats, but they only, the Texans only won four games in 2020, was it, the last time he played? Uh, and I don't, I don't think all of that was his fault. I think it's possible for a quarterback to play really well and the team be such a dumpster fire around him that uh, you can only do so much. That being said, you won four games. And again, in a division that isn't necessarily amazing. So I don't think... It just seems a little generous to me to be like, he's definitely top three, especially after this layoff, especially after the 2020 season that resulted in four wins for the Texans. I just, I don't want to give him that benefit of the doubt right now. I just want to say right out front, because I'm about to defend Deshaun Watson and, and I do feel a little slimy doing it. I don't think Deshaun Watson is a good person. He has 22 civil cases against him. That needs to be said every time Deshaun Watson's name is brought up. And so I'm just doing that out front, separating that and looking at him purely as a football player. I think people are forgetting just how good he is, BLG. He is incredibly good. He's played four seasons in the league. He's only thrown double-digit interceptions in his entire career one time, and it was 12. Last time he played, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions, led the league in pass yards, he runs. I think people forget just how good he is. Remember that play against the Bills in the playoffs where the two guys crashed into him and he broke free, scrambled, and found the receiver? Like, I, uh, who was it? Dabo Sweeney called him Michael Jordan, the closest thing we've seen to Michael Jordan. Like, he plays like that a lot of the time. And sometimes it gets him into trouble because he needs to just throw it away and live to play another down. But the guy squeezes all the juice out of every play, a lot like Mahomes and Josh Allen. And I think that we have forgotten how re- how special this person is. Uh, it's tough. Like you said, good disclaimer by you stats. And maybe that's part of it too. Uh, entering my bias and everything here. It's just, I have a tough time, like, you know, celebrating him and like, especially if it's close and like giving him the edge. Um, so, I mean, he's top five caliber. I would say I have him at six, just outside the top five, but he's certainly, and, and yeah, I think it is very ceiling. I don't know if I'm putting him at one or two, but I think he could be three uh, at the very highest. So uh, the Browns, you know, some would say sold their soul to get him. We'll see if it works for them from a football, winning football games kind of perspective. Kind of feels like he has the potential to blow up in a really bad way in many respects, but we'll see. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.